Hello! You know what that means. It must be Monday, which means it's time for another episode of the Big D Podcast. Before I bring in Alex, uh, please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page where we've got great content coming. Uh, I hope everybody saw my um, YouTube video of uh, you truly taking the GoPro around Bella Taylor and her stereo. <laughs> hope you all enjoyed it. And uh, by the way, I am running a the Rocktober 5 10K this weekend in in, in Naples. Uh, who loves a full 45 a.m. wake-up call? <laughs> so, and also, please check out the uh, Big D podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. So, uh, joining me for his weekly uh, appearance is uh, Alex. So, Alex, uh, sorry about your dolphins yesterday. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, uh, how are you doing, Dylan? Glad to be back as always. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's everything we expected pretty much. An absolute butt ticking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I tried to convince myself that, you know, Miami's good at playing uh, Tom Brady in Florida and, you know, it could be a trap game, but there, nope, 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 nope. Not so yeah. much. Not exactly. <laughs> well, I think we I think we can safely I think we can safely say this. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, how about them Bills? You know, Chris Berman's always said it. No one circles the wagons. They sure are right now. I mean, they've got potentially one of if not the best, one of the best quarterbacks in the entire league. I mean, Josh Allen, he's hurdling defenders, he's throwing bombs. I mean, Congrats to Buffalo Bills fans because you guys got a star in the making. He's already halfway there. Uh, he's not halfway there. He's he's like all the way there. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that game last night wasn't. I'll be honest, the final score of that game wasn't thirty eight to twenty. It was more. It was an absolute beatdown by the Bills because Buffalo. Did not bless Kansas City while the Chiefs came after Josh Allen. I mean, the two stats, uh, one stat for the Bills that absolutely stunned me was Buffalo threw the ball 26 times. Yeah. Kansas City threw the ball 54 times. And yeah. Josh Allen, I mean, Buffalo got uh, average 12 yards her pass offside. Kansas City didn't even average five. I I don't know, man. It's the I mean the Kansas City Chiefs sitting at two and three. I mean, everyone expected them to be yeah, it's just shocking. I mean, there's it's there's not much more you can say about it, honestly. The look on your face is perfect. I mean they They've been the Super Bowl contenders for the last couple of years. I mean, they, they were the team to beat in the AFC, and they are not the team to beat anymore. I mean, that the, the AFC goes through Buffalo, and it was proven last night, and it's going to be proven through the rest of the season because, I mean, with Kansas City sitting at two and three, it doesn't even look like they're the best. I don't even know if Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in that division anymore. I mean, it's um, that might be an overreaction Monday uh, if we're on Pat McAfee's show, but, you know, I mean – the way Justin Herbert threw the ball yesterday and the way Patrick Mahomes threw the ball yesterday and the way the Chiefs are playing like they are uh, currently, I mean, 
I, I'd be worried. I'd be nervous if I'm a Chiefs fan about exactly how far you're going to get this year. Cause you're going to have to start. I mean, after five games, having a losing record, that's not where you want to be. Uh, no, you wouldn't. And um, by the way, here's, here's a telling stat for chief fans. I know everybody's thinking, what about the penalties? What about the penalties? First off, the officiating yesterday was bad, not just in that game, but the Brown Charger game. And somebody's there to complain about the officiating. Yeah. That's somebody complaining about the officials. But we, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we had a but quick call in there. Secondly, when I think of Patton Mahomes, he never turns the ball in and through five games. Guess who's tied for the lead with turn? Guess which team is tied for the league lead in turnovers this year? Uh, giveaways or takeaways? Giveaways. Uh, I mean, based on the conversation, I'm going to say maybe Kansas City. Yes, Kansas City and Jacksonville are tied with 11 turnovers apiece. Unbelievable. I mean, it's it's it, it, that's not something that uh, for an Andy Reid coach football team, a team that's been uh, Super Bowl or bust the last couple of seasons. I mean, that's not what you want to see. And I mean, I I, I mean, I, I just I, I'm not sure what's going on in Kansas City. I mean, obviously, the run game hasn't really been there. Clyde Edwards Hilaire hasn't been too, um, you know, impactful, I guess would be the word. I mean, he's had a couple good plays here and there, but. I mean, the defense giving up 38 points to the Bills this week, even 30 to the Eagles the week before, 30 to the Chargers, 36 to the Ravens, 29 to the Browns. I mean, I get that you're supposed to – like the, the main uh, the main strength of that team is their offense with, I mean, the absolute weapons they've got on offense. But, I mean, you give up 29, 30-plus points every single week. I mean, that's – you're never going to be in a situation to – you're going to be you're going to be looking for desperation wins at that point. I mean, you're not you can't be you can't be certain on on your team's performance when you're giving up that many points a week. I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned defense because be honest, Kansas City's defense was atrocious. I mean, Josh Allen looked like a man amongst boys running. Yeah. I mean, you see him hurling, defenders blowing through guys. He looked like he looked like a combination of Cam Newton's pal and Lamar Jackson's speed. Yeah. Absolutely. And secondly, I I know everybody's saying, well, the Chiefs drafted Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is turning into a wasted draft pick. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I mean, go on. I mean, thinking back to the 2020 NFL draft, I love Clyde Edwards-Alaire coming out of LSU. He was my favorite player in the draft. But you know who the Chiefs could have drafted instead? Who was that? Antoine Winfield Jr., yeah, I mean, oh, oh, I know Cowboy fans are excited about this pop, Mr. Diggs, Trayvon Diggs. I mean, did you see that interception he had yesterday? He looked, I mean, the man looks like a wide receiver. But before we get too far into that, there was one other thing I wanted to touch on about that game last night. I just what the one of the most mind blowing things when I was looking at the stats after that game to really see like the numbers. You probably know this because you know everything, Dylan. You're, you're a sports uh, a savant when it comes to numbers. But uh, I, so just for our listeners, uh, if you didn't know this, did you know Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes were the leading rushers for each of their teams last night? Yes. I mean, we knew that this was going to be a passing game. I mean, obviously, Buffalo's got their weapons with uh, uh, 
we've been talking about Diggs, Stefan, uh, the other Diggs, Stefan Diggs, and uh, Emmanuel Sanders has been playing really well for them this season. And obviously in Kansas City, I mean, you've got Kelsey, you've got Tyreek Hill, you've got Josh Gordon now who made an appearance last night. Hey, um, by the way, by the way, don't forget Dawson Knox catching long passes. Yeah, Dawson Knox has been huge for Buffalo this year. I mean, he's a sneaky little fantasy guy who, if you were able to pick him up on free agent, free agents or waiver waiver wire, I'm, I'm not so sure if too many people are drafting Dawson Knox this year. Maybe late in the drafts, but that's definitely a, a value pick you got there. But uh, I mean, obviously, going into this game, the pass, the passing offenses were going to be uh, highlight uh, or on display last night. But just the fact that Josh Allen was 11 carries for 59 yards, a 5.4 average, 22 yard long with a touchdown, and Patrick Mahomes eight for 61, 23 yard long rush. I mean, you know, that's it's that it, it's fun football. I mean, I, I I'm obviously I, I love watching the pass. I mean, I, I think the run game obvi- is obviously important. You need the run game to set up the pass. You need the pass to set up the run, but um, it's all important. But I mean, you know, there's not, there's nothing more fun than watching, watching those two guys sling the ball in the air. And that's what we definitely got last night. But um, you know, let's uh, transition a little bit. There was a, uh, it was a little battle of Ohio yesterday. You mean yeah. battle? You mean battle times too? I mean, those times were some two. crazy games. I mean, the, I mean, how many missed field goals when they have Packers Bengals game? I lost count. You know, I I flipped off at the very end of the Dolphins game, and I and I I tuned into that to that Packers to that Packers Bengals uh, overtime fiasco, if you if you want to call it honestly, because I mean, within the last three minutes of regulation plus overtime, there was what five missed kicks, I think, between the two of them. I mean, Evan McPherson hits the flag on the upright and he starts jumping around, hugging his holder like he made a game winning field goal. And it took him a couple of seconds from him to turn around and realize he missed and the game's still going on. I mean, that was one of the craziest finishes I've ever seen. Yeah, and Joe Burrow started overtime with a horrible interception, bad first, interception. First play from scrimmage. I mean, and it's funny when I was watching that game, I for some reason a thought pop, I didn't say it out loud, but a thought popped in my head. I'm like, I think I think he's gonna throw a pick here. I didn't expect it to be on the first play overtime, but and I didn't expect it to be that bad of a throw either. I thought someone's gonna make a play. I mean someone did make a play, but I mean it's hard not to when you get the ball thrown thrown right to you like that. But and then know, and then Mason crossed me after what Three missed field goals coming through with a 49 yarder like that. Oh, four times the charm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you, you want a chance to redeem yourself. He gets one, doesn't make it, gets another one, doesn't make it. He finally, or he's finally able to redeem himself on the last one. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, if you got the more points on the scoreboard when that when that game hits final, it doesn't really matter how it happened. Obviously, you know. He's going to be disappointed in missing those kicks, but he really he made the one when it counted. So, I I mean they all would have counted. They all would have gave him the same result, but it, it happened eventually for him. So I'm happy for Mason Crosby. But I mean definitely one of the craziest games uh, of the day of the season, and and really one of the one of the weirdest finishes I think I've ever seen. You say crazy, I say Browns Chargers yesterday. Holy yeah. mackerel! Yeah. That was a crazy that was that was like that was like the that was like Oklahoma, Texas on Saturday. It was like back and forth, back and forth, like one team scored, the other team scored, one team scored, the other team scored. Yeah. I mean, Justin Herbert, man, that's really all you gotta say. I mean, the kid, the kid, he looks good. I mean, 
obviously as Miami Dolphins supporter and uh, supporter, I feel like we're talking about the Premier League, but as a man, as a, and now I almost said Manchester United, boy, I got to get my head on straight here. As a Miami Dolphins fan, uh, coming into that draft class, obviously, you know, Justin Herbert versus Tua was kind of the, uh, which way, wh- who's going to go where, who's going to, who's going to end up making the decision on, on Tua, who obviously had a lot of upside, but a little bit of injury history, um, a little bit more success, I would say, than Herbert had in college versus Herbert, who looked like a more physical, uh, uh physically ready for the NFL, obviously wasn't dealing with the, with the major hip injury, a little bit bigger of a guy. I mean, you know, the Chargers got Herbert and I'm happy for Chargers fans. You know, they, they, they've got a guy and, uh, he showed up yesterday in that, and, and, uh, another, another Ohio battle and, and credit to him because the kid looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, how good was Herbert not just throwing, but running it in. And I mean, it was weird because LA was down 42, 35, scored a touchdown, missed an extra point. And on third and 10, Kevin Stefanski ran the ball. That just shows you how much they trust Baker Mayfield. Oh, don't trust him. Right. I mean, be honest. What did you, what, I don't know if you saw it happen live, but when you saw LA run the ball on third, down, on third and 10 late in the game, were you surprised like everybody else? Yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, obviously, Cleveland is known for the rushing attack. I mean, Baker's doing a decent job over there. I think he's good enough to get that team and a, and a, put them in, in opportunities to succeed and win football games. But when you've got Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb back there, typically you're going to think that's a run first football team, and they pretty much are. But, you know, when the game's on the line, you get late in the, when you get into those late game situations, I mean, you got to put the ball on your hands with your quarterback. You got that's got to be the best opportunity for you to win. I mean, unless you're Tennessee and you can just give it to Derrick Henry, which I mean, Derrick Henry's a, a different kind of monster, but I thought one of the craziest, I mean, how about, how about when, uh, um, Austin Eckler, there we go. How about when Austin Eckler tried to stand up at the two yard line, the Browns players grabbed him and threw him in the end zone. I mean, you know, there, it's been, it's been a countless, it's been an age old uh, argument on whether, whether you should score, whether you shouldn't score, whether you should let them score, whether you shouldn't let them score. And kind of all those questions kind, kind of came into play all at the same time. And Cleveland said, you know what? We want another chance in this game. So you're getting in that end zone. I'm sure all Sinekla fantasy owners didn't mind the extra points. Like, a, you remember the time when Todd Gurley, like, kneeled twice in one year and his owners were like, oh, you kidding me? Yeah. You know, that's it's when fantasy and real world football collide, and uh, you know the rules of fantasy don't quite don't quite apply to the rules of the NFL. But you know, hey, it worked out for fantasy owners. It worked out for the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, you know, we uh, we do typically like to uh, we've started a, a little tradition here on this show, a little segment where. At the end of this episode, the end of the Mondays, you know, no one likes Mondays. It's uh, it's always the beginning of the week. And why not have a little bit of a rant? Sounds like the perfect day of the week to go on a rant. And I know, Dylan, you know, I, I, I serenaded the audience with uh, the ins and outs of my current hatred for the Miami Dolphins. And I think Dylan's got a very similar take on the state of his Jacksonville Jaguars. Floor's yours, Dylan. <sighs> I've been a Jacksonville Jaguar fan for way too long, way too long. 
But losing 20 games in a row sucks. Yeah. I mean, right now, be honest, we suck. End quote. End quote. I mean, yesterday was a flat embarrassment. You get first minute in the game, Jacksonville fumbled the ball, and Tennessee returned it for a scoop for a scoop and score. And I'm like, oh, you kidding me? I mean, be honest, this, I thought going one and fifteen last year was an embarrassment. This season's a bigger embarrassment. I mean, every game we play Derrick Henry, he seemingly runs for nine for one hundred and ninety yards and three touchdowns. It doesn't matter who the head coach is, who the offensive or defensive coordinator is, all who's playing in what position. Derrick Henry always kicks up butts, and I know there's always one guy who plays plays well, doesn't play well against the team. I hate Derrick Henry scoring. Nine million points, unless you're in DFS or fantasy football. But uh, yesterday just sucked. Yes, Trevor Lawrence is fine. I've got no problems with Trevor Lawrence. He is not the problem in Jacksonville. I mean, I thought Urban would have been fine in the NFL because I thought he would have been successful knowing a lot of these players or having or recruiting many of these players. But be honest, Irvin's been an embarrassment. He's been an embarrassment. What happened at the Ohio ball is an embarrassment because every coach should fly back with the team no matter. You win by 50, lose by 50, win by three, lose by three. Suck it up. Put your big boy pants on. Let's go. Now, wide receiver-wise yesterday, why the heck are we not throwing the LaVisca Chenault? And uh, who's the other guy? I can't even think of his name now. Not Chenault. Why are we throwing the two bums? Why aren't we giving LaVisca Chenault, James Robinson, every bleep and touch they can get right now? James Robinson's the best thing. And, and uh, Trevor Lewis are the best things we've got going right now. Get him the dang ball. Sound like Keyshawn Johnson. I mean, James Johnson got 18 carries for 149 yards yesterday. The Fiskin Chenault got one kick, caught one ball. Marvin Jones, a big free agent acquisition from the Detroit Lions, caught one ball. What kind of crap is that? Our two best wide receivers, now that DJ Charles is gone, caught two passes. Two, not eight, not 12, not 15. Like I didn't see him run. I didn't see him running around yesterday. I didn't see him running around like Antonio Brown. See like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Our two best wide receivers, and we can't get in the dang ball. I mean, Dan Arnold led the team in, and Jamal Agnew led the team in receptions and targets yesterday. And Dan Arnold's been there, what, two weeks? Two weeks. Jamal Agnew is a kick returner for crying out loud. Hey, he knows how to return field. He knows how to return missed field goals. Whatever. So do you. (laughs) I mean, what happened yesterday was an embarrassment. Final score was 37 19. Beyonce wasn't even that close. (laughs) Beyonce wasn't that close. I'm like, I am sick and tired of us losing. I don't. 
listen, I don't care about Jacksonville losing 20 in a row right now. I mean, I mean, I never thought somebody could break the Tampa Bay Yuccaneer record for futility. But uh, be honest, I would not be at all surprised if the Jaguars set the NFL single the NFL consecutive games the consec became the NFL uh, set the NFL consecutive losses streak. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I, I obviously I didn't I, I wasn't watching the game. I was watching the. Uh, disaster that was going on a little bit south of you guys but um i mean like you said lavisca chanelson i mean with dj chark out he's the number one guy i look at the stat line and i see one catch for 58 yards obviously he's the most talented receiver you guys have i didn't see the play i don't know if it was a screen where he broke a tackle i don't know if it was a long bomb but who cares what kind of play it was given the ball if, I mean, if he's picking up 58 yards on one play, don't you think you might want to get him the ball a little bit more? I just uh, That's just me. Obviously, James Robinson. I mean, he had a good game. He's he's probably the most talented player, uh, or at least a uh, skill player on your team. But, I mean, Dan Arnold, Dan Arnold with the fumble to start the game. I mean, it's like, when you're playing against an offense with Derrick Henry, you know they're a division rival that you hate, that you play against all the time. You cannot afford to give them a free touchdown on the first drive of the game without Derrick Henry even seeing the field yet. I mean, you know, you're talking about the consecutive loss streak. Um, you know, we got a matchup next week. And throughout offseason, throughout preseason, throughout training camp, and even after week one, you and I have been discussing this matchup. We've been talking about this matchup. And I had been, I had had all the confidence in the world in the Miami Dolphins. And it would just be so Miami Dolphins if we allowed the Jacksonville Jaguars to break their 20-game winless streak in London in front of the Brits. I mean, you know, it's... We've been talking about this for a while. You know, obviously the uh, confidence I've had in the Dolphins has started here and then here and then here and then here. At this point, I think it's going to be a shootout. I have no idea if the Miami Dolphins can beat Jacksonville this Sunday. I mean, I hope I, uh, we're, we're assuming Tua is going to be back. Um, you know, Brian Flores says he's making good progress. He thinks he, he, he thinks he's going to be practicing. He, he threw a little bit at the end of at the tail end of last week. Um, obviously, just just throwing, not not really practicing. But you know, Dylan, I think we've got a shootout on our hands here, man. I I think it's a toss up at this point. And the fact that I'm saying that I don't know who's going to win between Miami and Jacksonville is very heartbreaking for me. But at the end of the day, I mean, James Robinson could run for 200 yards on our defense, and we might not be able to do anything about it. And Miles Gaskin and Miles Gaskin run, might run for 300. Yeah. You know, obviously I'm still confident in the Dolphins, but uh, it's definitely the matchup that the two of us have been looking for this season. And I'm very excited to watch it go down, you know, got to wake up a little early for it, but uh, I think that'll be worth it to see, uh, to see the Trevor Lawrence and hopefully to a tongue of that little battle. But, yeah, so um, so are you confident? So are you how confident are you in the Dolphins? 
I tell you what, we've been talking about making a little wager for uh, since the schedule got released, I think. But uh, and I had been willing to put pretty much anything down on it. I might have to retract that a little bit more. I'm not so sure. I like you said. I mean, I've still got, or like I said, I've still got confidence in my boys. But uh, it, we get we got to find some terms that are uh, suitable for the two of us. I've got I've got an idea. All right, I've got an idea. Should we go with if the Dolphins win first or the Jags win first? It's your show. Let's go if the Jags win first. Well, a you can well a you cannot wear that hat yep. for the rest of the year on a podcast. I knew that was coming. B, I'm trying to think. Do you have do you have a do you have a bike at home? I don't. Uh, I could. I'm, I mean, I could maybe get one from my parents' house, but I don't know. Okay. Well, then you would need to do a forty-minute cycling class. Forty-minute cycling class. Okay. Or we'll ride around for forty minutes. Okay. And do you see? This town. I see that tell. Well, if the Jags win, you've got to order one of these Jaguar tats. All right. And what, wear it around my neck on next week's show? No, no. You, no, you just have to show it to me. All right. But if the Dolphins win, what do you want from me? Oh, boy. I've got, I've got a couple of ideas for punishment. You know, I brought this up earlier. I'm not so sure how, how keen you'd be on this one. Uh, but, you know, I, I would love, Dylan, I would love to see you live on podcast next Monday sing the Miami Dolphins fight song in front of your viewers, in front of me. I, I'll have you look up the lyrics. I'll get the music playing in the background. I, I would love to watch that happen. I knew you would say that. Doggone you. <laughs> And you get A, B, and C. I might need to think of another thing or two to add on to this because oh, I've got, oh, I've got ideas. That'll take yeah. you thirty seconds. You know, not quite a forty-minute bike ride. So what? What else you got? Yeah, you know, you know my jaguar towel here. Well, I was thinking if the Dolphins won, I would get a Miami Dolphin towel. All right. And. Uh, then I would do a 50-minute cycling class. I can, okay. I can agree to that. So uh, question, do you run with a towel while you're running your marathons? I run five I run five Ks. I don't know. I've got like little towels to fit in my pocket. You think I'm carrying around this towel? Gatorade towel. Then nah, I won't make you do that, but. I like the um, I like the fight song idea. I like the uh, the fifty minute cycling and the uh, the Miami Dolphins towel. I think I can agree to those terms. Okay, so uh, if the D- Jags win, you get if the Jags win, the hat's going off. You get a Jag towel and a forty minute cycling class. But if Miami wins, uh, if Miami wins. I get to 
witness you on the Big D podcast next Monday singing the Miami Dolphins fight song. You can add a lovely Miami Dolphins Gatorade towel to your personal collection. And you've got a 50 minute, is it a bike class or a bike ride for you? A uh, cycling class. A, a 50 minute cycling class. I think we're good. Can we do like a virtual handshake on that? All right. It's a deal. What are we thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, uh, you know, I, it, honestly, I'm, I, I, I was going to say, I'm glad it's happened. It's, come out like this but I, I'm really not but it, it almost make it almost makes it better that Miami's right there in the doghouse with you because you know it really it really turns this game a little bit more interesting because if Miami came out like they did last year I I would have felt a little bit bad for you but I think it's pretty much fair right at, at this point I mean it's it, I can't believe I'm saying it but I, the Miami Dolphins may, at this point it may as well be on par with Jacksonville it's it's really I mean it, the, the where our expectations were and where we are right now is just a complete and utter shock and disappointment. But well, hey, by the way, the good news of the Jags is that we we get to keep our draft pick. You don't because of that trade with Philadelphia. Yeah, we've got so for, we've got uh, not Arizona, San Francisco, San Francisco first round, which fortunately they lost yesterday. But you know, I mean. Bad news for you, Jaguars fans, though, is after Miami, you've got Seattle and then Buff. Well, actually, it'd be it would be a Russell Wilson with Seattle. So you might. I mean, I, we'll see how Geno Smith does against you guys. But uh, you got a trip to Buffalo or a, a matchup with the Buff, Buffalo Bills a week after that. So you oh, might be gosh. looking forward to the week after when you got Indy for your next shot at a, at a victory. I mean, fortunately, we've got Houston, I think, after Jacksonville. So uh might be a, hopefully, I mean, Miami Tua can come back and we can put put a little bit of a win streak uh, together. I know the Dolphins' schedule gets a lot easier after that after that Tampa game yesterday. So lot lot easier, lot easier. You mean spicier, right? I mean, yeah. There's no such thing as easy when it comes to Miami Dolphins anymore. I've learned that very quickly. But uh, I mean, oh no, we've got Atlanta before. Is that? Yeah, I guess so. So we've got Jacksonville, Atlanta, Buffalo, Houston, Baltimore, the Jets, the Panthers, the Giants. So there's definitely some winnable games coming up for Miami. But, you know, at, at this point, I don't know what this football team is anymore. So I really don't even know what to expect. Yeah. So good luck to you. Good luck to your Dolphins. And uh, hopefully uh, two comes back and uh, we and uh, what happens if the game ends in a tie? Game ends in a tie. I think it's pretty much a wash. I mean, I think that'll be, I think we'll have enough excitement from the game if it ends in a tie that uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess we could, we could do the hat and the song maybe and call it even there. I don't know. It's, oh no. Oh no. If it, if I'm trying it to sneak that song in there. <laughs> if it ends in a three, three tie, I might throw up next week. Fans in a three-three tie. We gotta fought, we gotta pick some new teams, Dylan, because <laughs> I, I don't know if we'd be able to stomach ourselves after that. Uh, yeah, that might that might be one to dread if yeah. that happened. <laughs> okay, so thanks for hopping on, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, always, Dylan. Thanks for having me. See you next week.